Welcome to episode 38 of Your Routine Queen podcast. Today is kind of a fun interview because if you don't know my background, I actually used to be a contracts, trademark, and copyright lawyer, but I no longer do that because I'm here doing business coaching for all you light workers, sensitive souls, healers, and visionaries, but I know the importance and the value, and I have identified and found just this amazing soul that I'm going to bring to help you really understand this tough topic of like, what does it mean to step into having contracts? and protection and empowerment and really looking at even at the energy of what having uh, legal protection in your business can mean. So we're going to be talking with Amy Nesheim. It's going to be a really great one. Let's jump into it. This is Chelsea Fournier, aka Your Routine Queen. I believe that every aspect of running an online business can be broken down into a routine or a ritual that you can create, master, and either love or delegate to someone who does. I help lightworkers build or rebuild the foundation of an online business that will be able to scale to consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. You too can run an online business for purpose and profit, helping your sole clients without putting yourself on the back burner. If you are a sensitive soul, an empath, a healer, a guide, and you want to make a huge impact but don't want to lose yourself in the process, or subscribe to the hustle culture of most online marketers. I hope you stick around. Let's jump into this episode together. In this episode, I am having an amazing conversation with Amy Nesheim, who is the owner of Artful Contracts, LLC, and an attorney licensed to practice in Massachusetts and New Hampshire. So fellow New Englander, that's where I'm from. And she has a really unique approach to providing contract templates and trainings on how to use them, which I think is so, so valuable. She helps you take the guesswork out of the legal side of your creative business so you can get back to doing what you do best, which is probably not figuring out how to put together a contract. So Amy, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me here today. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I know. I was so excited when I saw you online because I was really putting together like a cohort of experts for a program I was putting together at the time. And you're going to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. And I just remember I was looking for lawyers who kind of like got it, (laughs) (laughs) who got that entrepreneurs don't want to be spending all their time worrying about that, but they need to. and, Mm -hmm. And they want to just be focusing on their creative. And so I just love that you started down the professional path. You are a lawyer. And you've kind of morphed it into what you feel maybe a greater calling is for you. So I would love to have my listeners hear just a little bit about like, tell us why you went to law school and maybe when or why you realized it wasn't going to be the same setting you first envisioned, like working in a law firm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just kind of walk us through how this all started. Sure. Uh, So I know it sounds a little cliche, but I went to law school because I got to the end of college and I knew that my calling was to help people in some capacity. And I just didn't know how to do that. I didn't know what that was going to look like. And I thought that being a lawyer would give me some authority and some oomph to put behind whatever that ended up being. And so I went to law school and my goal was to help people. And then I got to kind of the reality of the types of jobs that were available. And I ended up in a law firm working on contracts because I, I like words and wordsmithing and like that works with contracts really well. And then I was practicing in this law firm for a couple of years and it was really it was, it was really terrible for me. It was not an environment that allowed me to flourish. And, and I also realized that the way that lawyers practice uh, is the same way that they've been practicing for a very long time. And that is not, not, no, (laughs) 
it is a very slow to evolve field and there are good reasons for that but at the same time it holds lawyers back from actually helping people in in a way that serves them really well and especially modern online entrepreneurs and I think the other side of it is that I did I wasn't working with any women like the people that came in to work in with lawyers are business owners who've been in business for at least like five years they're not coming to us at the beginning because it's so expensive and I probably only worked with one female business owner in that entire time at the law firm and so I I knew there were female business owners out there and just going at it alone and I I just didn't find that acceptable so I didn't like the law firm I didn't feel like it was a good fit for me and I didn't feel like it was a good fit for modern online entrepreneurs. And so I decided to do something different. <laughs> I love that. And so I have a question. Do you ever get nervous sharing like this honesty of your experience and being like, what if my old boss hears me? <laughs> I feel that way sometimes of like, I'm because I'm very open about the very significant like mental health crisis I was going mm-hmm. through and masking because I was a young woman. I didn't want to be passed up for a promotion because, oh, Chelsea's emotional or has anxiety or whatever, right? Like, do you, just on the energetic side of this, is it hard for you to kind of like speak about this looking back that it really wasn't the right fit? Yes. Yes. And honestly, you're the first person who's asked me that, but I feel like it's because of your background. Like you, sounds like you had a similar experience and it is because they are good lawyers they are doing their job the way that they were trained to do it and so there's nothing wrong with them it's and so I don't want like my firm to hear me talking about this and think that I'm bashing them because I'm not yeah I hear you and well and I also just wanted to point that out because if there's someone listening who's like I've used a lawyer I had a lawyer on retainer I bought Mm -hmm. a contract from someone why would working with someone like Amy be different like because not everybody's approaching it the same way Yes. You know, like when I was practicing law, I had a very niche practice that was very secret because um, I was like psychics and mediums because mm-hmm. they realized that I didn't think they were crazy. Yeah. One, one hired me and then referred me to like a bunch of other people. And it was like, yeah, I don't think you're crazy and you still need a co- client contract and you still need a privacy policy. And so I just if people are listening, if you're like, do I need to hear from this lawyer? You do, because not every lawyer approaches this the same way. And that's why I really respect that. And so you decided to step out of the four walls or the cubicle or whatever it was that your experience Mm -hmm. was. And so how was Artful Contracts born? So I want to draft a contract and sell it to someone like how? (laughs) Honestly, I was thinking about getting out of the law entirely. And so I was looking for something that I could do on my own schedule on my own time from home. Uh, that would, you know, respect my energy and feel good to me. And so I found like the online world of coaching and service providers and all of that. And I'm thinking about, okay, so I like writing, so I could be a copywriter. And then I'm going through like blogs and stuff about how to, how to do that. And I realized that the con- there are contracts available on blogs for copywriters. It says copy and paste this and use it as your client contract. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, okay, there is a need for this. This is something I can do that will really serve people and who aren't going to be able to go into the law firm or even explain what they're like, who wants to pay an hourly fee to have to explain their business to someone who doesn't understand all of this online yeah. stuff. 
So I decided contract templates were the way to go. (laughs) And then that opened up the whole world of, okay, so there's all the the contract templates. And then, well, what about LLCs? And what about, you know, copyright? And what about everything that you need to know as a business owner to protect the thing that is giving you the freedom to live the life that you want? I love that. And for anybody that goes to follow Amy, like if you just check out her website and really go through, like she's done you've done an amazing job. If someone hasn't told you this, because I feel like people don't tell women entrepreneurs, you've done a really beautiful job of creating a whole like ecosystem and infrastructure that's like so on brand. And you can go from your YouTube channel to your Instagram, like it all makes sense. It all is like the next intuitive step that you should be taking. And so even for healers, lightworkers, sensitive souls, like these are the types of things I know it's not simple to create, Amy, (laughs) but you've created an environment that's very simple for people to know what a next thing could be to do to work with you. And so if you you. all go snoop, like Amy's obviously (laughs) not your competitor, so you can go snoop and just see like, how does it feel to be in her little ecosystem? And you can create Mm -hmm. that for your clients as well. So my next question is it can, there's a little bit of a lead into this because I think it's just a, a really honest conversation. It can be so confusing for people you come online and you're like, okay, I have free methods of growing a business, social media, videos, blogging, maybe there's some cost with the software, right? But they're stepping in for this like scalability that they can all of a sudden reach more people. And then they realize like, oh, shoot, I kind of have a business. And so a lot of my clients like ooze the purpose, but then the (laughs) profitability and like the business side wasn't really what they stepped into. Mm -hmm. And so They just want to do the healing or like teach the thing or run the method or, you know, and so slowing down to sit down and draft a privacy policy or to wrap your head around what should be in a coaching agreement or terms and conditions that people need to click when they, you know, purchase your course. What do you say to someone who is coming to you and saying, I don't know, Amy, I'm just getting started. I don't even know if this is going to go anywhere. Like, how do you handle that conversation? Like, do they really need to be thinking about legal stuff as they're just expanding? Oh, there's a few ways that I can approach this. <laughs> such a big question. <laughs> I guess the first thing that I want to say is the legal stuff should be seen as a launch pad or a springboard that you can grow from, right? So you are growing something and you're putting all of your effort and your heart into it and you want it to not disappear, right? And so in order to make sure that you're growing something that is sustainable and ongoing, you need to protect it. And so the legal stuff is the thing that, yeah, it takes time, you have to slow down to address it, but it's going to give you the ability and the confidence to grow more. So when, I think there are a lot of people who have come to me and said, you know, I've been holding back on sharing this offer because I'm afraid that someone's going to steal it or someone's going to copy my idea or that someone's going to sue me or that I'm not doing something right. And so there is this energetic portion of it where if you have all this stuff together, if you have your privacy policies in place, if you have contracts, then you have this comfort that you're doing it right. And then that opens you up to more expansion and more growth. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think, you know, that I'm just getting started. It Sometimes it depends on personality and people's willingness mm-hmm. to take risk, you know, because yeah. it used to kill me when someone would come to me and be like, 
you know, I sold this $10,000 coaching package or something and, and all of a sudden they've defaulted. What can I do? Oh, well, what does your contract say? I don't know. I have all these emails back and forth. Like <laughs> there's the people who will only come to this when they've had the pain point and the lesson learned and maybe yep. it's human design or the star they were born on or something like that's how they learn. But I do think that what you're saying, like more, I think especially more women who may not necessarily mm -hmm. have business background, almost don't feel like they, I don't know if deserve is the right word or warrant. Like, do I really need to put all of this in place to protect these little things that I'm just, you know, creating from my brain and helping people with? And so, you know, if someone is just getting started, I guess there's the just getting started in their business mm -hmm. and there's the just getting started in finally getting their legal stuff together. It might happen at the same time, I guess, or it might have like a chunk of time in between that they're running their business and then coming back. Um, yeah. When do you ideally like working with people? Oh, as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I am all about risk taking. I think that risks are, I mean, that ability to take risks is, is what makes us entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. We do things that other people are not willing to do, but I like to take risks knowing that they are managed. And so the legal stuff is the way to manage the risk and make it as small as possible so that you can take that big step because you know that there is a bit of a cushion underneath. And so for me, I think like as soon, I don't know, before you work with your first client, have a contract. And something that clients have told me is that this process helps them really narrow in and hone in on what they're actually offering. Because when you write a contract, yeah, the first step with, with client contracts in particular is outlining the services. And so you, if you have an outline, if you don't have an outline of your program, it's really hard to write your contract. Yeah. So doing those things together and it helps you focus in on exactly what you're offering, mm -hmm. which is only a benefit to your client, right? That's so true. And so much of what I teach is like helping people understand their signature transformation and like mm -hmm. how to bring that out to their bio and infuse into their content. But then it's sometimes it can still feel fuzzy of like, I'm going to help them. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and it's like, well, how is it a group container? Is it one-on-one -on -one coaching? And like figuring out the actual aligned offering and what their what their client or student is going to expect from that investment. That's mm -hmm. a really helpful exercise to do. Yeah. So many of my listeners are coaches, healers. Maybe they're running a membership, have a course, a one-on-one -on -one or a group coaching program. Like how do they know what contracts they would need? Is it just about like if you have a relationship with anyone, you should have a contract or like how do they start to navigate that? Yeah. So it's funny you say that because that's exactly my approach is that you think about all of the different relationships that you have in business, because especially as coaches and healers, our business is built on relationships, the relationships with our, with even our podcast listeners or the people who consume our free content. And then also, especially the relationships with one-on-one -on -one clients and group clients. And so I say, you know, make a list of all the relationships that you have in your business. And that's the contracts that you need, which maybe sounds a little overwhelming, but you know, a contract with someone who visits your website and looks at your stuff for free, that's going to be your terms and conditions on your website and your privacy policy. And so even though they're not paying you, you still have a relationship and you need to create boundaries for that relationship. And that's the other, the other thing that I like to think about it as is like, your contracts are not, it's not a scary legal document. Yeah. It's the rules of the relationship 
that you have. And so if you're approaching it as you want to respect the other person, you want the other person to respect you, it's really important to have clear expectations and boundaries in the way that you're going to work together. And so your contract creates the rules of that relationship and helps you navigate the tough situations before they even come up. Yeah. Well, and I used to say it's always good to develop and agree to the terms of the relationship while things are going well. Yeah. (laughs) Like while things are going well, what's the vision (laughs) of where this is going to go? And then if it doesn't go well, you can reflect back on you entered this into, you know, when there was good positive excitement or energy about investing in the program or stepping into the membership. But I love the approach that you take to contracts. Oh, I was just going to say that as like it can grow and morph because, mm-hmm. you know, when I just kind of reestablished and set up your Routine Queen podcast and was like, okay, I'm going to start doing group coaching. If you're going through any of my programs, you're probably clicking through something that Amy has drafted <laughs> or you're signing something um, because I do really love the, the way that she drafts and I've used her templates in my own work. But now I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe it would be really smart to have podcast guests actually click through or sign something to make sure they know I'm going to use this replay. And so I'm just like looking at now that some, the core things are settled, what are some of these other relationships that it it would make sense to have, Mm -hmm. you know, an agreement or if I offer an affiliate, you know, a lot of people um, are stepping into wanting to be an affiliate of other programs or products, or maybe even offering that to say, You know, you can get a referral fee if you send someone that I didn't otherwise know my way and they sign up. And like each of those could just be like a next layer to think about what are the terms of this? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't ever want anyone to be so overwhelmed by all of it that they just don't do it. So it is totally fine to build your business in layers, which is something you're going to be doing anyway, because at the beginning, we don't know, we don't know where we're going. (laughs) We don't know what it's going to turn into. I certainly didn't when I started my business. And so take each relationship as it comes up and as it's presented to you and, and address it then. And if you do it right away, then you won't get to six months or a year down the road when you have this big complicated business and then all of a sudden have to go back and look at all of it at once because that is overwhelming. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so we've been talking a lot about contracts, but you also, you have a really beautiful free masterclass. And so Amy really deals with helping with contracts, with trademarks, which is like protecting your brand, copyright, protecting like written word or different works. And then LLC, like should you be setting up as an entity? And so your free masterclass is about how to legally protect your online business so you can grow with confidence. If someone were to go over and start looking into that, what can they expect to walk away after that masterclass? Yeah, that masterclass, I really try to break it down into easy, understandable steps. And I use a lot of analogies because I know the legal stuff can be confusing. I don't want to talk to you like, a lawyer because that's boring anyway. (laughs) Um, But it's, I go into, you know, common mistakes that entrepreneurs are making when it comes to the legal stuff. And then I walk through my asset protection method, which is my, the structure that I have to make sure that you're walking through each legal area of your business. Like you had mentioned LLCs, copyrights, your website and marketing. A lot of people don't realize that there are laws around marketing (laughs) too. Um, And so you can, you're really building a legal wall. This it's like this asset protection method is going the inside of your business, the outside of your business and the relationship so that you have coverage on all sides and in a really easy, actionable way. That's awesome. And something that I've really appreciated about your approach, like I I no longer maintain my license. I'm like retired in Maine and Massachusetts. And so I'm, even though I 
I think I take for granted as an entrepreneur that I can be like, oh, I'm selling my business. I can draft up the purchase and sale agreement. And like, <laughs> just, some of it just feels still natural to me. But then what I really liked is when I signed up to get some of the templates for your biz, um, for my business, as I stepped into your like template portal, if you will, mm-hmm. was able to see like trainings and PDFs that had examples and like you've really put a lot of thought into the user experience because sometimes you can buy templates and then be like, well, shoot, I still don't know what to do with this. Thanks yeah. <laughs> for taking my money, right? So if anybody on here is going to go through that masterclass or look at some of the templates Amy has, she really takes good care of you that she can't do everything for you, you know, for the price and the cost of uh, what you're going to be investing to get access to templates, but you get in and, you know, get some tea or coffee and like, you know, for some focused time, really get into the portal of where she educates you about how to use it. And it really is super doable. So you've done a really nice job on that. Thank you. I really appreciate that because I have put a lot of effort into it. (laughs) Yeah. So since you're on your Routine Queen podcast, I'm going to pepper you with some questions about kind of your business, because even though you may not consider yourself to be like a healer or a light worker, like you're putting out cutting down other people's journey from being difficult or expensive or making mistakes because of the knowledge that you have and you're doing it in a really like energetically matched way and so I would love to hear some of the the values you're going to be coming in as a guest expert into my Align to Ignite program Mm -hmm. there's six core values of that program I'm going to read them to you and I would love to hear which one of them is like ooh, I hadn't thought of that or I want more of that okay okay so the six values are Longevity, discernment, design, spaciousness, sustainability, and safety. Oh, the the one that like made me say that is safety. I was going to say you're the lawyer, so you're going to say safety. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, what would, let's talk about in your own business, what would having more like safety, what would that mean to you? What would it look like? Can you define safety for me? Yeah. So I think about safety, you know, it it means different things to different people. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for a lot of us, especially as women, it starts to step into like the financial security Mm -hmm. and also feeling like you can be yourself, like authenticity, feeling safe in your business and using your voice and knowing that you're building something that's going to really create value, I think, Mm -hmm. is how I would phrase it. Yeah, that resonates with me a lot. I mean, I think it's related to longevity, which was another one of them. But on the other side of it, like the personal side, I am an introvert. And I, uh, it took a lot for me. It's been it's been a growth process being able to put myself out into the world. And I've been uh, working on being more visible and sharing actual personal things, because that's what helps people connect to me and feel like, I am approachable and that they can handle the legal stuff is they need to feel like they trust me as a person providing that. So it has been a journey to figure out, you know, what I feel comfortable sharing and grow in in that comfort of sharing personal things about myself and just the effort that goes into being seen publicly, like Instagram stories, for example. Yeah. Yeah. So that stuff doesn't come naturally to you. No, not at all. Being on video is something that I resisted at the beginning, like, and for a long time, and I feel comfortable with it now, but it did take, it took 
time. It took time yeah. and practice. Yeah. Well, good for you. And if you go follow, if you follow Amy on Instagram, your, um, your handle is just at artful contracts. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I would encourage you to go follow her and now reach out to her and say, I found <laughs> you because of this, uh, you know, because of the podcast, because it's so nice to see where people are coming from. And you would, you would never know, like, as I look at your feed, you're even doing some reels, you're like, you're really <laughs> infusing, you know, I talk a lot with my students and clients about like what you're taking a stand for. And I feel like you're taking a stand for like legal support and legal access being not only accessible, but like handed to someone and saying, this will help your business feel better. Mm -hmm. You know, like there, there's so much around the feelings of maybe you feel scared to be on video. Maybe you feel, I, I, I really think you hit the nail on the head and maybe you should bring this into, you should do a reel about it, right? <laughs> of how there are absolutely some amazing overqualified women out there mm -hmm. who are not putting out their services because they do have that seed planted of like, someone's going to steal it. Someone's going to sign up and not pay their payment plan. Like there's limiting beliefs, money blocks, who knows? Mm -hmm. But I do think that that's, something you could really take a stand for of like people feeling like they can use their voice and put their gifts out even more because you've been like this launch pad for them. I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like you are just so clear on your purpose and your desire to help people that the rest of running an online business should just feel easier than it does right now? Are you a healer, empath, intuitive, or light worker? who's struggling to put all of the pieces together to design an online business around your knowledge, expertise, or gifts, I want you to know that you're not alone. And you're not alone and you can be supported in a community of others who are navigating this same process. If you have never looked into my online program, Aligned to Ignite, this is your personal invitation to come check it out. And if it's not open for enrollment right now, just take a second and join the wait list. If you've never heard me speak about it, Aligned to Ignite is my signature aligned offering. It is a premier group coaching container designed for intuitives, empaths, and lightworkers who want to build an aligned and sustainable online healing business without losing yourself in the process. You're going to be walked through my proven decisions by design framework of how to create and launch an offering that's going to call in your soul clients. You're going to have support from amazing top-notch aligned mindset guest experts, as well as access to some of the best of the best in all areas of strategy that could ignite your own strategy in your business. In addition, you get to go through this program with others who are just like you, caring so much about helping others and figuring out all the pieces to do this to create a purpose-driven and profitable online business. If you feel called to learn more, come over to chelseafournier.com slash aligned-to-ignite. The link will be right in the show notes so you can click right over there. Come join the wait list or if it's open for enrollment, check it out with an open mind. I love that. That would be I really love that. fun <laughs> more from you. Yeah. <laughs> So if you were to call in, one of my programs is called Claim It and Call It In, and we talk a lot about like calling in what you really want to see happen in your business in the next year, okay? So if mm -hmm. you were to like future cast out a year, maybe there's someone listening who can help make a connection or whatnot, but if you were just to use your voice to say what you would love to see happen in your business in the next year, what comes to mind for you? I am focused on growing in a big way because I want to make an impact. I want to do what, what you just said. I want yeah. to 
make legal approachable to more people so that they can so that I can be that launch pad, right? So that they can grow more. Yeah. And so I think what I'm focused on right now is just expanding my reach and reaching more people, um, getting on more podcasts. I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> so that I can empower other people to feel confident in their businesses from the legal side of it so that they can yeah. launch and grow too. Yeah. Well, and it's so cool because it really does, it takes a village. There's so many niches <laughs> and areas of specialty. Like someone might need to work with me and you in mm-hmm. the trauma healer or like there's so many things that you step into running an online business and you're like, wow, this is all a big mirror for yeah. my insecurities and things it that is. Like healed, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I love that. The growth, the expansion. So if anybody's listening and you run a group program or a summit or you have a podcast and you need to fill that niche of helping people understand this, definitely reach out to Amy. Yep, definitely. <laughs> Okay, we're going to wind down with talking about routines. So I want to hear from you one routine that you feel like you have nailed and it's really helping you either in your life or your business. And then we're going to be honest and vulnerable about one area of your life that feels messy that you wish you had some more routine around as an entrepreneur. So let's start with the positive. Like what is something that you do in your business as a routine that you feel like really serves you? Okay, so I need to start by saying that I'm terrible at routines. (laughs) (laughs) all disclosure (laughs) I aspire to having routines but I think I have a little bit of a rebel in me that says you know if I have a prescribed routine I'm not going to follow it just because it's prescribed (laughs) which is a little bit weird as a lawyer maybe but (laughs) (laughs) I I have that in in my soul I don't know (laughs) a little bit of a rebel I like that yeah Um, But one thing that I have been working on that works really well when I do it is mapping out my priorities for each week and each day. And I just pick three things that are a priority that I have to get done that week and just having them written down on Monday and then every day picking three things that move me towards that target Mm -hmm. that really focuses me in because as I have a small team, but it's a lot of, a lot of the stuff still falls on me, like all the nitty gritty details. And I have my email inbox and like tech stuff to deal with. And so it's really easy to get trapped in just like a rabbit hole of little tiny tasks that I really don't need to be doing, or at least they're not urgent um, or they're urgent, but not important. And so having that focus of, okay, I really need to get these three things done helps me avoid that rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And I think everybody who's come on and said the routine that works for them, it's always like when I do it, because even when you know some, I bet your weeks go so much better when Mm -hmm. you do that, but we still talk ourselves out of routines. It's not just you. (laughs) (laughs) So as someone who resists routine, is there an area of your life or business that feels a little bit messy or like a time suck or like you're, you know, repeating yourself that you wish you did have some better routine around? There's so many. There's so many. <laughs> what comes top of mind? Uh, so one, I guess one thing I used to say would be content creation, but I got an assistant and she has really helped me with that. <laughs> oh, so, I love that you just shared that. That's an area that you were feeling weak and so you mm-hmm. got an assistant to help with it. I'm sure you're still having to make the strategy decisions and planning out when the workshop will be and all of that, but having someone help you in an area of weakness, I really appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I answered your questions backwards because, yeah, <laughs> because, <really>. um, 
So you mentioned my Instagram. And so I have an assistant who helps me with Instagram and pushes me to be outside of my comfort zone and share things. And she's like, you need to introduce yourself and share personal things and all that. So that, that routine of meeting with her on a weekly basis is great for content creation. It helps me get all of that stuff out there. Um, But the thing that I still struggle with is what I already said, which is like going down that rabbit hole of all of the things that come up in a day, like having my email open and getting, I get distracted by the notification and I follow that until I realize there's something else. It's like what people talk about when you're cleaning the house Yeah. and you see a sock on the floor. So you pick it up and then you think, oh, I have to go do laundry. And (laughs) so you go start the laundry, but then you realize that, I don't know, you get distracted by all the different things. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I do that in my business all the time. appreciate the honesty because I think it's so common, you know, especially like right now I'm at a place where I have four different team members that I'm delegating to for different parts of my business. And so then I'm like, okay, Brittany needs this. And that is urgent and important because she needs to move, you know, to the next thing. And, and so I think it almost, as you start to bring in team, it almost forces you to be Mm -hmm. like, well, I can't make it stressful for them just because I'm not doing my job of like making decisions in time or delegating. And so I'm in this place right now of like the routines of what we're working when it was just me. I didn't have enough time to keep doing everything. And so I needed to expand. But now I'm like, oh, my routines need to change. Like it's an evolution, especially if you're if you're listening to this and you're a team of one. It's really about kind of getting those priorities and the tasks and whether it's a planner or um, I, I have a Trello board. And there's actually a free old Trello board on aligned priorities and your three supporting goals over on my website. And there's just so many methods, but you got to find your method. You know, mm-hmm. you really got to find yeah. your method. I've tried a lot of different methods yeah. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. I don't always stick with them, but when you find one that works, it's really great. It makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I am hoping that a lot of my listeners are hearing you and saying, this might be a lawyer that I could actually talk to or learn (laughs) from. And so I mentioned your Instagram, but feel free just to share with my listeners and I'll put some links right into the show notes so people can go down and click through um, if they want to connect with you, see your content, go through that masterclass, like where are the best places for them to go? Yeah. So the first place, Instagram, I hang out there. Um, I have been working on being present there and I would love to hear in the DMs what you thought of this episode or anything that you need help with in your business when it comes to legal stuff. Feel free to DM me at Artful Contracts. Um, You can also check out my website if you are looking for contract templates. I have a huge variety there and bundles and a membership if you want to just get everything in one place. And that masterclass is if you're looking to get started and want to cover all of your legal bases and really get that confidence and and that launch pad so that you can grow, then go watch that. It's at programs.artfulcontracts.com slash legal class is the link. I'll put a link right in the show. You can go click down, but I really recommend, even if you're not sure you're there yet, like is the class like 60 minutes, 90 minutes, not a huge investment of time. 52 Awesome. Oh, you're succinct. I love it. So in less than an hour, you really could get a deeper understanding of what you might need now, or maybe just like, honestly, is it, it could feel sexy to put like a contract on your vision board, you know, to be like, I will be at a place where I invest into this and invest into myself. So 
Thank you so much for being on today, Amy. I know my students going through Align to Ignite get to dive even deeper into this with you, and I'm so honored uh, to include you in the panel of experts. So thanks for being on here, and I hope you get some beautiful souls reaching out from this podcast to, to connect with you going forward. Thank you so much. This has been a really great conversation. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me to have you part of this community. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and subscribe to your Routine Queen podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, routines and rituals are your friend and part of the path to the next level version of you that is already calling in the business and life that you desire and deserve. See you on the next one.